welcome to an exceptional episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I have made many exceptions, and uh, oh, I have lost. I see what you see, did there. Like, why yeah. are you saying that? Um, I've lost. I lost weight once, and I'd like to do it again. <laughs> uh, and uh, with me today is Donald Weigel, and I would like to think that all of our episodes are exceptional. <laughs> I know that's not what you were uh, trying to do. Um, I also lost weight once, and uh, we're here to talk about it. We sure are. So we have done, uh, it, Donald was looking back uh, in our, our log, we've done over 240 episodes, which is cuckoo bananas. <laughs> I was looking for some uh, episodes that were related to the topic we're talking about in this episode, and I found a couple that I completely forgot yeah. that we had. We even did an we episode, we did an episode called Pity Party, and I was thinking, you know, we should do an episode called Pity Party. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It was already done, and I don't even remember it, so... Uh, so we're going to talk about forgetting things, including uh, canaries and habits. And, uh, and I think I'll- we're oftentimes like worried that we're like saying things that we've already said before. And then like I have forgotten. Yeah. Like, you know, you know we, the creators of the content, <laughs> have forgotten the episode. So I'm sure that listeners don't remember everything we've said over the last 243 episodes. Yeah, so I- if we have to repeat a few things, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Well, but I, I'm always afraid that people go, well, I've already heard that, but I don't remember what I listened to yesterday right. on other podcasts. So uh, I'm going to take my uh, ability or my short-term memory loss, long-term memory loss, and uh, we've turned it into an episode. Yes. And uh, we did an episode a number of years ago, which is strange to say now. It really is. Uh, called Rumspringa. Oh, yeah. Rumspringa, we take you to uh, the fine countrysides uh, of, of, of this great country. And uh, we're talking about the Amish kids who take a little break from uh from from their habits no they don't have habits they they take a little break and and hang out with the english and decide whether or not they want to uh, return to the flock yeah and 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 look i look there's there's lots of opinions about how exaggerated the the rum springer is in society but look this is a weight loss and fitness podcast with some comedy thrown in and you know, so if you want to write us an angry letter about how we're misusing Rumspringa. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Go it, ahead. It's fine. Uh, you'll be hearing from our attorneys. No, I don't know. Do we have attorneys? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so we talk about Rumspringas. And, but the thing is, Rumspringas are planned. I believe that it's like a, okay, now we're going to do this and it's a Rumspringa. Yeah. And then you decide and you come back. But, um, but this summer, I, May or may not have taken an accidental sumspringa or rum summer. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that works, but I didn't intend on falling off track, but I did it anyway. Yeah. And look, I don't want to step on Catherine's punchline here, but you know, I think that people have an idea that you get to a certain point in your weight loss and fitness journey, and then you're just on cruise control. Yeah. And you can just like, you're just, it's smooth sailing and it's going to be this way forever and ever. And, you know, we have been doing this now, uh, you know, started, you know, it, at this particular journey venture, started trying to lose weight like almost seven years ago. Six and Yeah, like six and a half years ago. And now have been maintaining uh, my weight for now, like four or five years. And, you know, you would think that it would just be easy at this point yeah. and that, that things would be smooth. But it turns out 
even for those as accomplished <laughs> as us in this, uh, life comes up and things happen. And, and it's not just, you know, a smooth sail straight line even now. Yeah. Well, and I think too, when I started out in, uh, you know, listening to health and weight loss mindset podcasts, I remember, uh, one particular host talking about, you know, having a setback or having a binge or, you know, falling off track and gaining. And yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You have a podcast and you've been doing this for five years. Like, what do you, how does that even happen? Aren't you just fixed at that point? And that was at the beginning of this journey venture. And I know from the beginning, Donald and I have talked about not being fixed and, you know, this is just a continual process. But I think one of the things that I heard back at the, back in the day, the days of yore was only do habits or only have a plan that you can do forever that is sustainable. Yeah. And I'd like to qualify that with things that you can do forever in the current season of life you're in. Right. Because it's not just like, oh my gosh, I thought I could track calories forever and now I'm not. So obviously that wasn't the right thing for me. It's given the circumstances you're in, can you keep it up? If you are a walker, you know, and and walk every day and then twist your ankle and you can't walk, it doesn't mean that your journey is over. It means you have the opportunity to adapt and adjust what you're doing to fit that season. And conversely, you know, things will come up like, I, I know this is going to sound strange, but when the pandemic hit and we were stuck inside for as long as we were, I had nothing else like great to do except <laughs> exercise. <laughs> well, what else am I going to do? <laughs> and so I was exercising a lot, like every day for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then, you know, I got into, you know, one of the best shapes of my whole life um, a couple of years ago in 2020. And then I went back to work <laughs> and things, you know, slowly over time got back to normal. And I am not there now. You know, life has crept in. I am still engaging in fitness. I am still engaging in my eating plan, but I'm nowhere near in the kind of shape I was in when I had those, you know, couple of months basically to just exercise and focus on what I was eating. Yeah. So we're going to, I know we've already talked about things, but we're going to talk about uh, my summer in particular. Yeah. It was, it was different than Donald's summer. Um, a little bit of a, a setback, some weight gains, but then we're not just going to leave you with that bummer summer situation. No, this is a hopeful episode. It is. Uh, and we're going to end with some ideas, um, if you are experiencing this too in this season, of ways to get back on track that aren't overwhelming. Because sometimes we can think that we need to go back to the extremes of like, okay, well, the 2020 version of Donald was at his prime. Let's go immediately back there. We're not We're not going to jump uh, that big uh, ravine. Or, no. Like, we're not going to do... No, uh, it, this is not an evil Knievel. Yeah, jumping the Grand Canyon or whatever that situation was. Yeah, it's not even Fonzie <laughs> jumping a shark. No. It's not. Uh, so, anyway, so uh, I'm going to talk about my summer. Are we ready to talk about my summer? Yes, let's do this. Hey, everybody. So, we've talked about before that idea that our perfect uh, future, our perfect habits are in the future after something has happened. Right. Once the pandemic is over, then I can focus on it. Once our daughter is back in school, then I'll have time. 
once our daughter is out of school, then I'll have time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's yeah, it's a- always like like after this big project at work is done, then I can focus on X, yeah, Y, and or then Z the, thing. Then and- I'll get back there. Like you know, when once I just get through this one thing, then I'll everything will be okay, and I'll be able to get yeah, going. Yeah. Once, once Donald's back at work, once this you know project is done, whatever. And uh, we did an episode called Winter is Coming. Yeah. <laughs> it was 200 episodes ago or something like that, talking about like something is going to come up. Something you don't know what it's going to be. I We did not know that there was going to be a pandemic, but there's always something in the future that that sort of X, you know, factor X that comes in that we don't know what it is, but we can expect it. And if we think that everything is going to be smooth sailing, I'll tell you, mister, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. And look, it it's really sort of shocking how easily thrown off I am by just having to, you know, not having like 100% access to my routine. Yeah. Like as long as I can do my daily routine, I'm fine. All of my habits lock into place. I can, I can do them fine. But as soon as I have to, you know go to work extra late or or you know sleep in a different place you know it it really throws me off and and I really have to adjust those things on the fly yeah so uh, at the end of the school year, um, I did not go to school, but I took someone to school. It was <laughs> very stressful. Yeah. It, was, it was maybe, you know, after home, you know, home learning for uh, two years, uh, going back to school really hit me hard. And I thought to myself, let's just wait for summer break and yeah. then I'll have an opportunity to unwind, chill out. I won't, you know, be uh, as uh, as anxiety ridden as I am. I'll get back to my habits. And then uh, two days into sp- summer break, Donald got COVID. Yeah, um, it was a good time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm acting like it happened to me. It happened to Donald, uh, which was his own bummer i don't know uh, it, it was a bummer <laughs> it was it was i was miserable i you know look i don't want to go down the, the COVID rabbit hole but i i've talked to lots of people who have had it and they're like oh it was just a mild cold it wrecked me like i was destroyed for for a couple of weeks yeah so what we thought we were going to do uh we had planned a little getaway i was helping care for donald for a couple of weeks and i let my habits slip you know and it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was like, oh, I'm not going to track. Oh, I'm, you know, we're staying home. We're not, I'm not getting out as much. We're, you know, I'm just making sure he's okay. And then he felt better. So that was, but that was just one blip. It's a blip. It's yeah. it's one nautical, uh, I don't know what, how nautical people do things. Yeah, no, no one does. No one does. But And um, <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, I know this is me sort of patting myself on the back, but, you know, I was very proud of how I adjusted. You know, I couldn't exercise at all for a couple of weeks. So I basically, um, I reduced my calories and I really stuck to it. And I was very proud of myself. And then much less dramatic things happened that really threw me off of my routine. But here, you continue. Well, well, but like you were stuck in the bedroom. We were definitely doing the like stay away, close the door. Like we we didn't basically see each other for for two weeks and uh, would just talk on the phone every once in a while and be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But so so that threw me off a little bit. And when you go off course one degree, there we go. I'll say it. It's like, oh, it's it's one degree. I'll course correct. you do know something about nautical people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, nautical. Like the Gorton's fishermen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They the famous He's nautical the person. He's basically Jacques Cousteau of <laughs> fish. I don't know. Wait, I think Jacques Cousteau was the Jacques Cousteau, the Jacques of, fish. Cousteau of fish. Yes. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> okay. All right. I'm done making analogies. So then, then I had a week of jury duty, which I actually ended up not going. But that anticipation of like, do I go? Am I not going? Am I going to cook? Whatever. It was just a little off off putting. Then uh, we had a family a, me- a family member come to visit, and they were here for five days. And then that threw me off. And it was a birthday, and you know, like, oh, let's go out to eat. What are you going to do with people? Because before we used to just eat with people. Yeah. And now I guess that's still what I do is eat with people. Yeah. It just it just feels weird. Again, it's like it's like you know, your routine gets thrown off, my routine gets thrown off. And and suddenly, you know, my I go reeling into madness right. over my habits. Okay, so then the day after that person left, our daughter started summer school for three weeks, yeah. which was then I was just cranky about that and kind of, you know, uh, working overtime and, and, and trying to fit everything in. Then we had more family come to visit. Yeah. And, and we were, you know, it was supposed to be a 10 day vacation. There were some, you know, some health issues involved there, which I won't, you know, go into. And it ended up being, you know, about a month, you know, yeah. a 10 day vacation turned into a, a sort of month long, uh, routine disruption. And, Frankly, you know, again, I apologize. I'm hijacking Catherine's summer story, but I allowed all of it to become an excuse for me to to not maintain my fitness goals and to eat, you know, off track. And I let that go on for about a month. And look, I didn't go go super cuckoo crazy like I would have done in the past. So I need to be, you know, I need to give myself some grace and and understand that I I did a much better job of staying on track than I would have in the past. But I still did not stick to the habits that I know uh, I need to to maintain my weight loss. Yeah, and I think I deliberately I kind of got into a really and and being honest here. Um, I felt a lot of uh, pity, self-pity yeah. for myself around Hence this. Hence the pity party the pity title, party. yeah. Um, but my birthday happened while this uh, sort of uh, derailment happened, and I felt really sorry for myself. Like, we, there was, there was a, a family situation, and I was happy to manage the situation and be there and you know and do the things but i also was just like oh great now the end of the summer like now i didn't get that relaxing time that i had wanted and i really went into like and and we'll talk about canary habits but i had a policy of only drinking on weekends yeah and that became like why don't i just have a cocktail every night to unwind and feel less sorry for myself and um it's hard to say, but it, it, that actually started happening. And then, you know, one cocktail turned into more snacking and uh, then school started again and school is back in session. So I, you know, am at the point, you know, I didn't actually have access to my scale for a while also. So that oh, was yeah. another canary that that went fallow. But I ended up gaining about 10 pounds this summer. That's the, the punchline to all of this. You know, and right now I'm at the weight that I was, I think back in one of the super early episodes where we might not have even had a right to have a podcast after just hitting our weight loss goals as as soon after yeah. we did. Yeah. But, but I think I said, like, if I ever went over this number, we would have to cancel the podcast. Right. Like, I no longer look thin. It's over. Like, we're, we're shutting everything down. And you think that some sort of punishment, like, okay, well, if you if you go up a pant size, then you're invalid and everything's over and <laughs> right. whatever. And I, I think I actually even said if I had to buy, buy bigger clothes, I would just wear a wine barrel. Right. Like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And – 
That was uh, the younger me who didn't know anything about anything. <laughs> I apologize right. to anyone who might have felt shame. But I am still down 130 pounds. Right. But the person who lost 130 pounds is – I don't feel like that person right now because I'm up on the scale and those habits have eroded. And not that I feel like I'm starting from square one again because like Donald – Donald said before we started the podcast, Yes, I'm not starting over, but for anyone out there who has experienced some regain, who has lost focus on habits, and who feels really down, like, well, it's too late for me. Obviously, if I let these little things, you know, pile up and and throw me off track, obviously, this isn't what I was meant to do. Or it's, see, it's just additional proof that I can't get it done. And, you know, what we're, what we're leading to here is that it's not about whether or not we can give up. Yeah. Like, because what are we what are we giving up? You know, if we're just going to throw away, you know, all of the progress that we've made. And I think that, you know, we I've talked about this on a lot of episodes. And I think that we have this tendency of if we if we do something one time that is that goes against the progress that we've made. We throw up our hands and we just give up and we say, "Well, look, I I can't do it. I guess I may as well just do nothing." And we as human beings, if we don't have a perfect solution, we decide to just do nothing. And I have to remind myself all the time and I try to remind all, other people all the time that doing something is still better than doing nothing, even if it's perfect, even yeah. if it's not perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I think so. I did a presentation in Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, our weight loss accountability group um, called RIP Canaries. Yeah. Um, many of my canaries, uh, those are habits that you have that are sort of the telltale signs of, of whether or not you're following your health goals or not. Yeah, we've done episodes before about canaries in a coal mine. And, you know, they used to send canaries in a coal mine to see if there were toxic fumes down there. And the, if the canary, you know, survived, then then it was safe for the miners to go down. And so we we use that metaphor about your habits. Like if you know, you can see the canaries. And if if your canaries are alive and well, then you know your habits are going well. But suddenly, if they're not, then you know your habits are not alive and well. Yeah. So um, I, whatever aviary I had uh, with a, a bunch of tweeting yeah. birds, um, it's not looking really good for me right now. There are a lot of birds that uh, need a lot of resuscitation. So when I'm in the middle of a, you know, a not great season and I've I've gained weight, it can feel really discouraging. Like how how can I even podcast? How am I going to inspire anyone? So like Donald said, there's no giving up on me. There's no, okay, well obviously we're just gonna shut it all down and what, I'm gonna go to the Cheesecake Factory? Like that's not the solution. And I it's I'm not too old and it's not too late. And for anyone out there struggling we're going to go through sort of the the canary situation and the habits and realize that you don't have to do it all immediately right now. No. And and that idea of and this came up on the the Zoom that I did in Molt place is that you know regretting how far you've fallen from your peak, whether it was an injury or, you know, habits got, you know, uh, derailed or a life situation changed that we can idealize 
the person that we were two years ago. Oh my gosh, two years ago, it was so easy. It was effortless. I was staying on track. For me, my step goal was 17,000 steps. I was eating at a deficit. Things were going great. I felt really in control. And a few months of summer isn't enough to throw off what I hope to be, you know, I hope to live another 30 years. I'm not going to throw it all away because of a few months off track. Yeah, first of all, I hope it's more than 30 years. And second of all, <laughs> you know, we it's not about one bad day or yeah. one bad week or even one bad summer. It is about adjusting and and remembering that we have our whole lives. And that's not to say we shouldn't do anything because we have our whole lives, but we don't have to be perfect overnight. And and that's getting back to what I was saying earlier. I, I think that a lot of people think that if they can't wake up and be the perfect person at exercise and the perfect person at making, you know, meal plans, that they just aren't ready to do anything. And, you know, we did an episode a while ago about action builds traction and, It is about doing what you can do right now and then building on it because you do eventually get momentum and you do eventually build upon these things. And it's like, it's like a snowball at the top of a giant mountain. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger and gathers momentum. And before you know it, you're, you're doing a lot more than you thought you were capable of. Yeah, no, I th- great point, Donald Weigel. Why, thank you. I tip, <laughs> I doff my cap. Is that what it's called? I'm capless yes, right yes. now. Yes, please, please you become a cap doffer. Here, here, guess what, everybody? You don't even know. We're wearing our jammies right now. That's what? what? We're working from don't, home. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> I did they, brush my hair, though, which doesn't make any sense. But I, I like people to picture me in a, in a really well-tailored suit while I'm doing that's this. That's definitely... Definitely to dress for the job that you want. Definitely That's right. Work out in, yeah. a, in a suit. So, so I know that this uh, this first part of the episode has been a real pep talk, like a, a super pep squad situation. Tony yes. Robbins bouncing across the stage. Uh, bummer, uh, maybe opposite. But we're going to talk about really focusing on what you can do right now in the season that you're in and meeting yourself where you are. And that starts with taking stock of actually what is going well. Because when you feel like things are going poorly or you're up on the scale, you can discount all of the positive things that are still in place. So what we would ask you to first do is really make a list or just take stock of what things are going well right now. What can you celebrate? What habits are still in place? So even though I'm up on the scale, I'm still wearing my Fitbit. Are you still tracking. What are you doing right now that maybe you're you're not giving yourself credit for? Are you still eating on smaller plates? Are you still doing your five minutes of exercise? So really take pride in the things that are already there. I think we often get to the point where we think about the shoulds, like, well, I should be doing that anyway, so I'm not going to give myself credit for it. Celebrate what you can. Celebrate where you are. So and and this is sort of the the next part of it is what habits have you actually forgotten about? Um, the good thing about for me for writing down all of the uh, the canary habits is really taking stock of what might have fallen away because we do have a constellation of habits that create our healthy lifestyle. It's not just well I track but I'm not losing weight. We do lots of different things to help keep our uh, our momentum going. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that, you know, going back half a step, I think it's really important 
important to remind yourself of all of the hard things that you're capable of doing and really taking stock of what you are doing well. Um, it really is helpful to remind yourself like, oh, hey, I really do have a lot going on and I am doing all of these things really well. You know what? I'm probably capable of doing other hard things and I can add something to my list right now. Yeah, no, and I um, speak, thank you for, for saying that because I feel like my boundaries are really strong right now with people, which I think is a great thing. That's yeah. something I didn't have five years ago. So I can I can pat myself on the back for that. So um, I'll go through some of the canary habits that you might have forgotten about. And just mentally, just think about the things that like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that in a while. Um, you don't have to say it like I say it. But when was the, <laughs> and, and but it's better if you do say it in uh, that voice. Yeah. Okay. So when was last time you took your measurements, took a full body selfie, let yourself be photographed in a picture without putting a child in front of you. That, oh, yeah. I've realized. Or a scarf or a folder or, oh yeah, my Catherine, gosh. there's all these yeah. old pictures of Catherine uh, when she was at her heaviest me. where, yeah, she has things, she strategically placed something or someone in front of her. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually went to an event with our daughter uh, last weekend and someone said, oh, do you want me to take a picture of you? And I said, No. And there was a time at which you couldn't stop me from someone taking a picture, a full body picture of me. So that was definitely a, a canary. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you wore jeans? I've been wearing a lot of stretchy clothes this summer. Are your rings tight? When was the last time you went for a walk or went to the gym or used your membership at the yoga or the Zumba or whatever? Um, are, when was the last time you weighed your portions, tracked calories, listened to this podcast? had a vegetable. There's so many little things that you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of stopped listening to helpful podcasts. And oh, yeah, I've been snacking, you know. And listen, the very last thing you want to do is stop listening to this very helpful podcast. <laughs> it's not like the ring. We're not listening. That is the most important habit you have. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you remember, when you were in elementary school, did people send around those chain letters? And people actually kind of thought it was like, like, dark well, magic or yeah, something yeah well in the earlier days of the internet there were all those chain emails like, like don't break this chain to... you will have terrible luck for uh, the rest of eternity if you don't forward this to 17 people oh my gosh in elementary school it was just like yeah you know set it on fire you know at the tetherball court because like it's no good so. yeah we're human beings are a superstitious bunch that is for sure yeah i'd rather just be stitious yeah <laughs> just yeah. normally stitious. just be normally stitious it and then uh, to move on, conversely, think about the unhelpful habits that have snuck back in, the things that maybe you thought at one time that you had conquered yeah. <laughs> um, that have, that have uh, crept back into your life. Like, are you eating at your desk? Are you eating while distracted? Are you taking extra bite, licks, and taste, which we uh, abbreviate as BLT, not the BLT you sandwich. traditionally think of. Yeah, not the sandwich. Um, are you adding just a dollop or a drizzle or, or you're not, you know, really measuring that teaspoon or tablespoon of, of whatever you're adding to your, uh, to your food? 
are you having just one more cookie yes. cracker chip like just one more it's just one more it's the not gonna Stanton hurt is are you forgetting to track things are you forgetting to wear your smartwatch are you forgetting to weigh yourself uh on a regular basis are you forgetting to measure out your portions of what you're eating are you just eyeballing things um are you like eating snacks at times when you didn't used to eat snacks are you hitting the snooze button over and over? Are, are you know, as Catherine mentioned earlier, are you having that weekday glass of wine that, you know, maybe you had a policy like Catherine did or does where you're only having, you know, one drink on, on a weekend night and now suddenly the, the wine is snuck in? Like really look at the habits that have snuck back in and remind yourself like, oh, yeah. And, and think about, you know. Which one of those habits can you remove now? Like, what would be the easiest thing to start with? And then, you know, it, once you do that, remove another and another and another. And eventually you get back on track. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, and many of these, uh, I unfortunately, if this was a Cosmopolitan quiz, uh, Cosmo magazine, uh, many of these would be my downfall. And you realize all of the different ways that we support our positive habits, the little checkpoints along the way that we do that can easily fall apart. And it's sort of like a domino effect. Once you start rationalizing dropping one thing, it becomes easier to drop another. And we ha are sort of short-sighted like, oh, well, it's just this one thing. It's just this one thing. But suddenly you're doing eight things differently even if it's just like a little habit. And for me, that resulted in weight gain this summer. And it's not, how did this happen? Wh where's my motivation? What the blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Suddenly, <laughs> no, no, look, where, it's fall. Where Hotel Transylvania is coming from all of a sudden. <laughs> that was a really good movie. The follow-up's not so bueno. Yeah, the first one is, is enjoyable. The other one's not as good. Yeah, but it looking at it and being like, oh, yeah. I really let a lot of things slip. And like Donald said, we can think like, okay, I've got to get back to the ideal version, the montage version that just, you know, brushes all of the bad habits away, empty the refrigerator, empty the pantry, start fresh. That is too much to ask of ourselves. Yeah. But going back to the episodes that we did on the swarms of behavior model, I think it was earlier in uh, in 2022, we did episodes about really taking stock of where you are right now. So go back and troubleshoot those things that those unhelpful habits that have snuck back in. What is making it hard for you to hit your goals right now? Oh, yeah, I've been drinking on weekdays and I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm getting takeout much more often. I'm not measuring. Look at all of the different ways that you're making it hard on yourself to hit your goals. And from that, decide which one you are ready to work on. And I would say, you know, it is not only important to not overwhelm yourself with trying to fix it all at once. I think it's a bad idea to even try to fix all of it all at once. I think, you know, we've done episodes about, you know, coming in hot, about trying to, you know, immediately jump into a, a perfect exercise plan, you know, going to a gym seven days a week and, and, you know, dropping your calories to 1200 a day. And the burnout factor yeah. on those sorts of, of plans is real. And it's almost impossible for people to sustain when you go to that extreme and you go to that extreme that fast, like I, my daily step goal is 20,000 steps on my Fitbit. 
when I started, 5,000 seemed virtually impossible. And it, I didn't get to the point where I was doing 20,000 steps most days. And I don't, I don't even hit that goal every day. I, I hit it as often as I can. But that was overwhelming. And there was no way I was going to go from, you know, overnight from nothing to 20,000 steps. I had to gently increase. And what I'm saying is that you should gently increase all of these things. Don't try to go from zero to perfect overnight, but ask yourself, like, what habits can I do right now? And then when you get to a point where you can do more than that, then you do more. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the hardest things for me to confront, I guess, was that I my step goal used to be 17,000 steps. And then I reduced it to 14, which was reasonable. And I was hitting it quite often. But this summer, I have not hit my 14,000 uh step goal count for, you know, most of the summer and meeting myself where I am in this season. I just kept feeling bad every time I would not hit my goal. And it was, it was defeating and it just compounded itself. So uh, last week when I kind of decided I was going to, you know, come back to, uh, to focusing on my health is I reduced my step goal to 9,000 and it felt really hard. It yeah. was like, Oh, 9,000. Like what kind of a person does that? It feels so much better to hit that 9,000 and celebrate it, which I actually do. Like my watch goes, bzz, 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 you know, yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. sounds Fitbit's make, but <laughs> now I'm like, Ooh, I hit my step goal. And at some point I might get to the point where hitting 11, might work for me. And building that up over time gradually, it matters. It matters to feeling good about yourself. And again, if you are not tracking right now, the first thing to do is not say you're going to have 1200 calories. Maybe the first step is just get back into the habit of tracking, which is what I did after I, you know, I didn't track for the first no, I didn't track almost all of July and August. Ha ha ha. Guess who gained weight? I don't know. Me. <laughs> but like you you already gave them the answer to that. But like I I know this from the past when I don't track my, you know, portions get bigger and also I gain weight. So it's no surprise. But maybe the first step isn't to go into deficit, it's just to track. Then after that, maybe it's to hit a maintenance calorie range. And once that feels doable, work on a deficit a few days a week and dial it back until you're at the point where you're sort of cruising at a comfortable level. But doing that like extreme, you know, fat blast, you know, five days lose 20 pounds right. to get, you know, to get back on track. For me, that hasn't worked. Maybe it would work for someone else, but going back into it in a kind way feels a lot better than shaming myself into extreme habits that I had. Not, not extreme, but like high level habits that I had two or three years ago. Yeah. And, and you know, along that same theme, we uh, just had our episodes with Catherine Sanders where she talked about, um, you know, people getting bored with habits and her focus was on, was on people with ADHD. But um, just in general, I think people get get bored with particular habits, and sometimes you need to. The term she used was resparkalize yeah. those habits, and 
add a little like glitter and glitz, you know, do something different. You know, we've talked, we've done some episodes about the hedonic treadmill, about that tendency of like, you know, you buy something new and it's great for a while. And then after a few years go by, you need something new again, just to reinvigorate the space or, or whatever we're talking about. And, you know, maybe it's time to try a different method of tracking your food. Maybe it's time to try a different exercise. Maybe it's, you know, time to mix up your route on your walk or your run. Maybe it's time to swim in a different place. Maybe, you know, maybe you, you know, now it's time to play basketball. I knew you were going to say basketball. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why I go to basketball. I'm sorry. That was jerky. I was like, he's going to say basketball. (laughs) Um, But maybe it's time to try something, you know, maybe it's time to try, you know, to try, uh, you know, Pilates instead of yoga. Like, I don't know. Maybe it could be anything. Just, you know, something to to mix it up and, and refresh your habit to make it more exciting and interesting to you. Yeah. And I think when we tie our success to a particular plan, it's, well, I do Weight Watchers. Oh, no, I don't like Weight Watchers now. We identify as a person who does Weight Watchers. When we change and identify as I am a healthy person, I am a fit person, and a fit person adapts. It's not just, oh, gosh, now I can't run because my uh, my hips have been, uh, I think that the doctor called it janky. I have janky hips now. Janky hips. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a, that's a medical term. Yeah. Um, but we also know that your hips don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. And right now they're, yeah. uh, they're not super happy with yeah, me. Yeah, no, they're screaming. They, they are. But <laughs> I used to swim uh, lots of laps, but right now I'm meeting myself where I am and I'm just doing some like some hip uh, physical therapy in the pool. And it's not ideal. It's not my peak, whatever, but it actually feels good just to get in the water and to get something done. And I'm celebrating those small wins rather than beating myself up for not being where I was a few years ago. And I love what Donald said about that re-sparkalizing. Use a different app, go in a different direction, track on paper, just track what you're eating, not even tracking calories, just write some things down. It matters to just get yourself back in the mindset and take those small sustainable steps for this season. We have so many unexpected things coming up. I had a family situation come up yesterday that's been on my mind. So things are going to keep coming up and getting in the way of those ideal habits. And we can't base our lives on those ideal, perfect days where everything went well. And a quote that I heard earlier this week that I wanted to get out there is, you can question yourself self, but don't doubt yourself. And that really hit me because there's a big difference between those two things. Because when you doubt yourself, like, oh, I'm just not made for this. What are you not made for? You're not made for eating off of a smaller plate. You're not made for not drinking every day. We can take those small steps toward health that matter. And I like to think about it as a dip in the stock market. When you are investing in yourself over years and years and years, right now, I have not looked at our uh, our investments uh, since January because I know that there has been a dip in the stock market. Right. But uh, Donald hopes that I live for 75 more years or sure. so. Sure. <laughs> Sure, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I don't plan on retiring my health for decades. Right. And so a dip in my health market over the summer isn't like, okay, well, now the next 30 years are doomed. It was a blip. It was a season. And I have the opportunity to start self-adjusting and getting myself back on course. I really like that as a euphemism for passing away. Like, I'm sorry, but she's retired her health. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like consciously uncoupled from my <laughs> that's right from my health but it it really is as simple as that we overcomplicate it thinking that we you know we we carry all these ideas in our heads of what we could be doing and then we're losing any traction that we have on just doing something starting for me not drinking during the week mattered and this week i've started doing a five minute walk in the morning and it matters and day by day i actually posted a picture in Molt place of my first day walking and i could not even muster a smile you know those like when you tell kids to smile and they just kind of like bare their teeth yeah i couldn't even do that but then by Friday, I had an actual smile on my face because I was building that consistency and looking forward to that small five-minute walk. And it takes you know a, a small amount of time to start feeling good about the progress that you're making. And starting with those small sustainable steps matters. So don't get discouraged by this season. Recognize what might have fallen away, what canaries are uh, are no have gone to the choir invisible. Yes, yes, <laughs> um, the canaries that have retired their health. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and decide which ones you want to foster again. Start where you are, and I'm starting where I am. And look, I don't know where any of this is going to take us. Like we have said it from the start, we're not fixed, we're not perfect, and we're adapting. And as we, we only look thin. <laughs> And right now, you know, that's that's questionable for me a little bit. Um, but we're just moving forward. And I don't know if it's inspiring or not, but these are our actual lives. Like, and this is my job. Like, my job is my health. Yeah. And remembering that I can do as much as I can do is, you know, that that's that's where I am right now. So um, hopefully you have found this inspiring. Absolutely. And and look, we've done uh, multiple episodes about, uh, you know, in air quotes, starting over and about dealing with weight regain and about the erosion of habits. And I will li uh, link to a bunch of them in the show notes. Um, all of our episodes are still available wherever you found this one. And we really appreciate you listening. Um, we are grateful to each and every one of you. And how about this for a smooth transition? Uh, our episodes are all available also on our website at any time at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Wolt Place, We Only Look Thin Place. It's a Facebook-based accountability and support group based on facebook which i already just said yeah um, <laughs> it is based on facebook and based there also i wonder if we should have a satellite myspace no i don't think <laughs> the myspace group oh yeah. my gosh wow <laughs> the aol is myspace uh, even a thing i don't even I, know i'm not even sure yeah um, but we have two subscription options a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if what place is right for you we are not a weight loss plan we are not going to do out advice on uh, what plan to follow. We have many people doing Weight Watchers. We've got people doing intermittent fasting, uh, all the other things, uh, calorie counting, intuitive eating. I'll just keep naming things. Yeah. Um, so it really is a great place for support and accountability and fellowship on this journey that can be kind of like hard and embarrassing and overwhelming at times. So yeah, I'm super, sure. super proud of it. And uh, so you can find out more by going there. Absolutely. And if you'd like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media at We Only Look Thin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also reach out to us with a rickety old email, uh, we only look thin at gmail.com. 
We appreciate your episode suggestions. Uh, we w- love your feedback and uh, especially compliments, especially positive feedback. Um, and uh, we will also answer questions. We only look thin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you are feeling a little bit generous today, if you could head over to Apple Podcast and leave, leave us a rating and a review, it would really help. I really do read all of the comments and I wish I could individually reply on Apple Podcast to each of them because it's just so wonderful to know that we still are getting new listeners and, uh, and longtime listeners giving us feedback and that we're a part of your journey really does matter to us. So if you can leave us a five star review and a comment, it helps other people find our podcast, which, uh, grows our audience, which is super duper awesome. Yeah, the more ratings and reviews that you have on Apple Podcasts, the more likely your podcast is to show up on search results when people are looking for health and fitness podcasts, and we would appreciate you doing that. And another thing we would appreciate you doing is just telling somebody about our show. Word of mouth is also a great way for this show to grow, and we are grateful if you just say, hey, I heard a great podcast, or I've got a great podcast that you might be interested in. Uh, tell a friend, a loved one, a coworker, a stranger on an elevator. You're even um, a foe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get your enemies on board, too, because <laughs> an enemy is just a friend you haven't made yet, or as they, as they say. <laughs> um, so if you could do that, we would be grateful. Yep. So if you're still not sure if I took a Sumspringa or a Ramsama, just remember that Donald and I are still an, an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.